Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. I just want to start the recording from here. We can see it's recording. Yeah. Um, this is an interview between Candace and Carmen. And right now what we're talking about, I, I actually really want other women to know is about the difference between fierceness and anger and how that shows up in business. So today I want to introduce Carmen and I don't have the script in front of me and we're really <laughs> we're kind going of, off script. We're going off script. <laughs> and so I just want to, and I'm going to let her introduce herself for sake of time and yeah. for fluidity. Sure. My name is Carmen Huffert and I love Candace. She's amazing. Yeah, she's great. Um, introduce myself. So I am the founder of Rebel Lancaster. Uh, it's a community for women. It's inclusive. So uh, if you are a woman or identify as female, you're welcome to join our community. We meet once a month and members enjoy just getting together and talking about topics that are meaningful to us. And how did they get in touch with you? Well, we are on Instagram at Rebel Lancaster and we're also online at rebelcon.com. <clears throat> Excellent. Excellent. So thank you for, for that information. So let's continue. So yeah. let me, let's tell you what ended up happening. <laughs> so Carmen and I connected and I was invited to be a speaker when one of her speakers became sick and it just really worked out well. And it's been such an incredible connection, the women and the group and, and the rebel, it just felt like my tribe. Mm -hmm. And so what we did is we did an interview on what intuition is. And we were about to begin that interview. And she said, how are you? And I said, I'm not happy with myself. And I wasn't happy with myself because I managed about 22 properties over a course of time. And that didn't fit the identity of who I was anymore. And what I feel my purpose is, is about consciousness, enlightenment, helping people, as Carmen said, talk about the, what you just said, because she oh. gave a really great analogy about what I do, do to help other people. And I never saw myself in that light. Yeah. I think that what you do is you are a slingshot, a loving slingshot. So Imagine if Candace is sort of the actual slingshot and you are the ball that, or the rock or whatever it is, and she just propels you in a really loving and graceful way to discover new things about yourself that you didn't realize were there all along. And you do that so well and with such grace. Thank you so much. And what, what made you feel that? What, what gave you that mm. vision? My intuition gave me that. Yep, absolutely. My intuition. Um, so I, when I was talking to you, that was the visual I got was an actual slingshot and you be embodying that. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's where we're at today. Here's what I did. And here's what I feel super bad about is I was in a situation with real estate. And when I started real estate about, I, guess, I don't know if it's 12 or more years ago, 
I remember talking to people that were dealing in real estate and they were like, are you sure that person isn't doing this or that? And pretty soon I was learning that in real estate, it is a dog eat dog world. The realtors have been interesting to deal with. Brokers have been interesting, a challenge to deal with. Some brokers, some have been amazing. But what it does is it triggers something inside of me and it made me feel bad that I had to push somebody uh, to the point of I accused them of lying because there was a whole bunch of things going on that weren't adding up. And I thought that they were playing me for a fool, basically, which was my ego, first of all. But I was I performed with the energy of anger. And I'm really frustrated because I feel I'm like a spiritual leader now and a teacher and pushing anger into the world in any situation, even if I was being conned in that moment, anger was not the tool or the energy to use. And that's what I did. The challenge with me using anger was that I had a kind relationship with this person And because of what I learned in the past, I brought that into that moment and in the future. And I was embarrassed about my behavior. And I I didn't even sleep well last night. I hit the counter. (laughs) I didn't even sleep well last night because of this. So when Carmen's like, how are you? I, I feel I'm a pretty genuine person. And I was like, I don't, I don't feel good because of this. And then here's where we hit record. And I want Carmen to share what it is about women and anger versus her thoughts. And I'll let her go from there. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say in response to what you just said is thank you. Thank you. I'm going to get a little emotional, but you saying, you being super vulnerable and saying, I, oh, I know we're getting emotional over here. (laughs) Both of us. But you, you are a spiritual teacher in so many ways to so many women and men and all your clients and all of it. And, but you also are human, right? Like, and so you saying, oh crap, I just, I led with anger and then being able to voice it and not only voice it, record it and, and send it out to all of your listeners is huge because it shows us that we are all still on our journey, still learning and applying the tools that we have to continually do that every day, no matter who we are. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for holding space for me because I didn't know who I was going to talk to about this. And to be honest, I wouldn't have uh, recorded this and made this into a podcast. I wouldn't have wanted people to see me in the light of accusing somebody of lying to me and they were in the sad part that really hurts me is they were having a rough day Mm -hmm. like their movers didn't come and I didn't believe them I thought they were stalling moving from the property which has happened to me and they've taken refrigerators and stoves and it's cost a small fortune so but I hadn't had that relationship with this person Mm -hmm. there were some things that were off I, I will give it that but that did not give me the permission. Like I literally like attacked her with this accusatory language and I was angry mm-hmm. with her and it made me so 
frustrated when I felt embarrassed. I was embarrassed and I was, um, I let my own self down by letting her down. And she was struggling. She was having a hard day. She doesn't have good health and her movers didn't show up. And I accused her of stalling and I go over to the property and the movers were like, yeah, we're really sorry we weren't here the, you know, the day before. So she was telling the truth mm-hmm. and she really liked me and I had done her a favor. And then she said, I threw that up in her face. Mm-hmm. And so I did not perform in a good fashion. And I don't think I would have recorded this. Well, I love that. I love you. I think you're awesome. But I, I think that there, as you know, in your life, there's always that opportunity to use this experience to deepen the relationship that you even have with her. So you allowing yourself to show some vulnerability there. Um, we were chatting about the difference between being angry and or anger and, and fierce um, and how women often, uh, we, we don't know the difference between being angry and calling up our fierceness because often in, in the world and in, you know, our lives, we are told to be the good girls, the, uh, stuff it down, hold it in, show up kindly, sweetly, and all of those different ways that it's hard for us to really sort of tap into that place of being fierce. And when I say fierce, I mean like mama bear, right? So those moments where you're, somebody's like doing your kid dirty or whatever, and it just comes out and zoop, you know, that's fierce. Um, and so we were sort of chatting about what the difference is there. Um, and I've been learning this in my life and I've been learning, we just, I just read a a really, really beautiful article on it, um, and discussed it with some really intelligent women, uh, just over the weekend. So we're kind of like diving into what that difference is. I think that you taking responsibility in this story and saying like, oh crap, I definitely, um, could have taken a moment to discern it in a different way. And now that I know, um, I did lead with anger. And I was trying to be fierce because I was, but I was also replaying all of the past trauma that had happened to me before. Someone else stalled. Someone else said their movers didn't show up. Someone else stole from me. I was taken advantage of. And so I've learned to protect that part of me. So while you came at this woman um, from a place of anger, you were still protecting that past Candace who had been taken advantage of, and you just wanted to make sure that that wasn't happening again. So I think now that you know, you have a really beautiful opportunity to, to deepen the relationship and the trust between your past tenant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you. Yeah. Well, I actually, I actually thought about that. I thought, you know, I'm going to take them. I mean, they're still in the middle of a move, and I'm going to take them a meal of some sort and then um, her some flowers because... There were some things there, though, that were a challenge. But in the same token, I have to, you know, what I was thinking about, so I was going to sleep, and I was thinking forgiveness is another issue that I have issues with. Mm -hmm. And, okay, now I know I did something wrong, and now it's time for me to step up, and now I'm really, I'm stuck. Now, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it, but I was thinking, how can I make this better? Because I also barked down my husband's throat that same day with like anger. And he said, you have these anger things that are coming out. 
And I thought, hmm, here I am trying to teach people to be unstuck. And, and I realized I have some anger issues that I need to let go of. And that once I do, I believe that the next level of me will evolve. So, and it's not about me. It's about what I can do for others. But I can't teach others when I have this brokenness around this issue. Yes, I'm going to continue to teach. But now that I'm aware, I have to transition that and be in integrity. Well, and I think I think you're exactly right. But I think that we are always teacher and student. So while you are teaching other people, the only reason and the only way you're able to teach other people is because you're putting in the work. You're putting on in the work in your own life. You're calling yourself into awareness to say, whoa, I barked down my husband's throat. I took anger out on someone else. Like the only reason that you're able to then provide this insight to others is because you recognize it in your own life and you're doing the work. And I think uh, to follow up on something that you said, you had said um, forgiveness is something that you struggle with. And I, I would even say, perhaps look at the forgiveness that you need to give yourself. Mm. Because when did this happen? It's Monday. This happened yesterday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in that time, you said that you haven't been sleeping well. Mm-mm. You feel sad. Mm-hmm. You got emotional. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this happened yesterday, but you're still torturing and punishing yourself for a mistake that any of us could have made. And you're still letting yourself be punished by it. Yeah. And even by saying, but it happened in the past, that's just a justification. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that energy. So, so I have to forgive me first. Yeah. And say, oh, crap, that happened. And I didn't like the way I handled it. I didn't like my reaction. I didn't take a second to breathe. I have all of these tools. And next time, I'll do that. <laughs> you know what else I didn't use? What? Well, what I was using instead of my intuition was the past pain. Mm -hmm. So I was connecting to the time that somebody took our stove and Mm -hmm. dishwasher and every appliance out of the house and didn't tell us they moved. And Mm -hmm. so I was going back to those bad Mm -hmm. things in my head. And what my business is called is the intuitive business. And I wasn't using that Mm -hmm. skill. Instead, and I knew as I was doing it, I said, this is your ego. This is your ego. And my ego picked up the phone. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want to use my <laughs> ego. And my ego is like, oh, hell yeah. you're." Good. <laughs> and, and guess what? My ego really screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, no, your ego didn't screw up. What did my ego do? Your ego did what every ego does. Your ego answered the call. Yeah. This is my ego. This is my ego. I'm picking up the phone for the ego. The ego is just going to do what the ego always does. <laughs> yeah. But what if I would have played with my intuition instead in that moment, right? What would have happened? What would have happened differently? And maybe that's also where you need to forgive yourself is, yeah, what if what if I would have done it differently, but I didn't? And so I will next time. And then I will know what would have happened differently because I will have used my intuition. Mm. So for all of you listening out there, what is it in your life and in your business that you need to let go of? 
Is it your anger because the past hurts? Is it that you have a hard time forgiving others or forgiving yourself? Hmm. That is a good question. I'm trying to think. What would I want to let go of? Well, I, I definitely do what you do. Like I, something will happen and I will mull over it and, uh, work through it and try or I think I'm working through it, but really what I'm doing is just replaying it in my head. And I'm like, I'm processing. No, you're just working it through in your head over and over and over again. So, um, that would be mine. I, I'm really working towards forgiving myself in those moments and understanding that going back to the Maya Angelou, Dr. Maya Angelou quote, when you know better, you do better. And now you experience that, you'll move forward. And the next time that that happens, you'll have this experience to pull from. And I know you will. Mm, I know you will. I love it. Say it again. (laughs) Dr. Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you do better. So you pull from the experience. You say, oh, that one, that one isn't great. I didn't, oh, I wish I would have handled that differently. Next time I'll pull from this experience and I'll do better because I know. Oh, that feels so much better. Even just talking about this feels mm. so much better because I kept it inside. Mm. And what are you keeping inside right now? What is that thing? And I love the word that Carmen used that was festering. Mm-hmm. What an awful word and it's such a great word mm-hmm. because it was eating me up. And when I looked into her eyes and she said, how are you today? Before we hit record or before we even talked about what we were going to talk about, when I looked into her eyes, I just felt like I needed also to be honest. Mm. And here's what's really ironic about this whole situation. So Carmen was here before, and we record. We we thought we recorded um, something about intuition, and it was really awesome. And something went wrong with my machine. It's the only time that it hasn't recorded. And then she, we finally got ourselves back around to today, and. Here we are really talking about intuition, but in a way that I didn't expect. Mm, but, right. but what if we start listening? Like I felt, I just felt like she and I, our hearts were connected. And this subject, fierceness and anger for women and what we've been taught and what we need to bring more of into the world is who we really are from what? What do you think it is? Well, I think that even just trusting our intuition is really, really, really important. Um, And it's something that I've been leaning into in the past several years um, and trusting myself that I know the answers. Uh, Or if I don't know the answer, if I'm not, if I'm really not sure, to, to create a team of really trusted, beautiful advisors who know your soul and know your heart so deeply that they can kind of help you. Uh, see the way and guide you into making decisions. It's all about intuition, discernment, um, and just being able to walk in that. That, Mm. that's been my experience. And so that brings us to this very moment of what Carmen and I stepped into is we trusted even Mm. the subject matter that was going to come out. This wasn't where we were going, but I felt into the moment and I'm like, this is what high performing women business entrepreneurs that are delivering a message out into the world. What if, 
What if you're struggling? What if there's a pain point that's keeping you up at night, that's festering about something inside of you? And how can you release that? And so I love this topic about forgiveness and about listening to our own intuition. Yeah, there is a, I'm trying to find it right now as we speak. There is a really beautiful um, um, piece on Instagram about the difference between, okay, the difference between processing emotions, which is something that you and I talked about, and ruminating on emotions and experiences. And this is actually from um, a beautiful woman on Instagram. It's at therapy for women on Instagram. She's a professional and she sort of outlines the difference between processing emotions and ruminating. And that, which is kind of what I was saying I do, right? I can kind of, I think, oh, I'm processing, I'm processing. And no, I'm just replaying that over and over and over again. And also not trusting my intuition to say, no girl, you're human. That was, that was a, an oops. That was a mistake. How do we make it right? How do we learn from it and continue on so that that, um, that pain or that confusion um, isn't wasted? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And, and so what I did last night when I was struggling is I pulled one of my cards. Mm-hmm. And let me see if I can find what it said. So I pulled one of my cards last night and because I was struggling so much and I needed some internal guidance. And I'm going to see if I can find what it said because it was really, really cool. Um, I felt really connected. There's these cards I use. Um, I don't see them sitting here. Is it the uh, Rebels? The Rebel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Sacred Rebels. I saw it over there. Yeah. Do, do you realize? So Rebel. Yeah. Is her um is her group. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was in here and I just happened to glance over and she has um her cards and it's from the deck Sacred Rebels. <laughs> and here's what really, really hit me um last night when I read this card. The energy around this matter is relevant to your secret birthright and sign. Perhaps you need to trust more to know that all is well, no matter what happens or what appears to be, and to ask for help and believe that you deserve to receive it. Like, why didn't I say, hey, guides, help me out. Is this person trying to con me? Like, Why wouldn't I ask? I just went with, boom, anger. The le- And this goes back to the cards, the rebel cards or sacred rebel, I'm sorry. The legacy of light can also ask you to call on the unconditional love and, and support that exists for you every day. The light will offer you all manner of assistance. Do not call upon it like a starving, like you're starving because you believe you have no means to acquire food. Whilst a few days late before your eyes, if only you would partake of it. So basically it was just saying abundance is around you. And I was thinking in lack. Mm. And this card also talked about 
something about once this is healed, because what I really like about the sacred rebel cards is they also put the component of healing. And it says like, once this is healed, basically I will transition into the next level and that light and bringing light into the world is my sacred gift. Mm -hmm. And this anger that I had also can be transformed into passion mm -hmm. because I'm a very passionate person and that's one of my gifts. So sometimes it's that double-edged sword, like the gift and the curse, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I don't believe that anger is is bad or a bad emotion. Anger is simply an emotion that's trying to tell you something. So in this case, with, with your experience yesterday, that anger was just trying to say like, oop, I have, I've, I've been through this before. Let's check this out to make sure that it isn't the same experience that you already had. It's just, it's just a, a little tap on the shoulder to say, Let, let's investigate this further. Let's get curious and ask some more questions or ask your guides. So because I didn't plan mm -hmm. on us going down this road, I kind of feel a little lost of where else to go. But I do just want to stay in this one moment of, you know, as women, we didn't learn this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm quite a lot older than you. I think we're probably 15 years apart, something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm 59. Oh, I'm 38. 38. So yeah. Yeah. about 20. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a whole next show on aging. <laughs> <laughs> but even with that being said... So we have a 20-year age gap, and I didn't learn how to manage my anger. And Carmen, at almost 40 or, you know, at the end of her 30s, she didn't learn how to manage that. And she's probably more, you know, has a lot more freedom and visions of freedom than I did as a woman. Like, everybody in our neighborhood, maybe except, oh, I can't think... Nope. <laughs> Everybody in our neighborhood, the woman worked and, or stayed at home and the father worked. And everybody lived off of a salary that was a, basically a steelworker's salary because that's what where I lived. And so whether you had five kids or you had two kids, everybody's house was pretty much the same. You just fit more people into that same unit. And that's how people lived. So, you know, I didn't get to see different things in my environment. Everybody was pretty much doing the same thing, staying at home, raising their children. And I knew that I wanted to have a career because something inside me told me, and I kind of think, like I always had two things. I always had the baby buggy and the machine gun, and I don't use guns or anything like that. But, you know, it was the Vietnam War, and, you know, I would have my helmet, and I'd get a football and a baby doll. So I always thank my dad, you know, because in the beginning I was an only child, um, and then my sister came along almost 10 years later. But I think he always stretched my masculine side. Mm -hmm. You know, come and come and learn how to fix a car because, you know, you could be stuck on a road, Candace Ann. And then he'd put military rations in the back of the <laughs> trunk <laughs> and a woolen blanket and water and a spray and wash type of thing for the windows as well as paper towels. Like, I was good to go. And in the winter, there were sandbags and a mini shovel. So. Aww. But I, I, you're right. I think, well, and that's how we all are made, right? We all are uh, the feminine and the masculine, and we just are learning to sort of balance those out. 
um, I think now you have been called into a feminine space, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. I don't want yeah. to answer for you, but I would feel that way too about myself. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're figuring it out in the balance of, of both. And I think that's why, so the last month had been a, quite of a challenge in real estate because, you know, some of the properties I own, most I did not. And so you get pushed and shoved around on both sides. And I found myself being not happy with that. And it was making me somebody who I wasn't, mm-hmm. or I shouldn't say, I. it made me feel like I was losing my power. And the way I feel about my, my business, like... When I went to speak at Rebel, they sent there. They had a professional photographer that I'm going to actually hire for my Spirit Spa Day. Right Megan after Megan Hoffer Photography. <laughs> dot com. Yeah, yeah. And I'm actually going to meet with her literally after this appointment. I'm going to go over really? to yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I love her. <laughs> I'm going to text her. And we're going to meet. Give her a hug for me. Oh, I will. I still yeah. She gave you a hug. So I know. Return it. But here's where we are hugging. Hmm. And you know what? That's that's my highest and best. Mm-hmm. Like this connection, this giggleness. <laughs> you know, I, I worked in a hard profession. I worked at a university for 33 years and then the real estate for about 12 years. And that would often put me in my masculine energy. I'm moving the desk down because I'm realizing like, you know, we're both stretching into this <laughs> mic because we're shorter and I have my desk too high. So it made me take a step back and say, what brings me joy in my life? And real estate can bring you some really good money, but it wasn't bringing me joy. Mm. And I needed to make a decision. And so what I did is I retired from managing properties. And instead, I'm going to put that time into something I love that brings me joy. And now even saying that makes me feel kind of feminine and soft, but yet I'm not a soft person. You know, I'm not a weak person. And sometimes softness, here's another good word, Mm -hmm. softness and weakness, Mm -hmm. you know, being soft and in your flowy feminine energy is a whole different thing than when you're pushing and pushing. And I would even take that one, one bit further because you're saying, you know, I want to, I want to be in my joy. I want to be doing what feels right for me. Uh, and that feels soft, um, but is that weak? And I would say that you moving into that quote-unquote soft space is actually empowering you, oh. which is the opposite of weak. Mm, I love that empowerment. Yeah, yeah. And I also wanted to circle back to something else that you said about um, our age differences and say that for – I'm going to speak for folks my age, but for us, for me – Looking to you, um, I didn't even, re- I don't even, didn't even know how old you were, but being able to see you live a life and create a life that is fulfilling and empowering to you so that you can then empower others is really beautiful. So it's really neat for us to be able to see that and to, mm-hmm. and to hear your story of where you came from and that you didn't have that to look to. Um, and even though you didn't have it to look to, that you're creating it so that we can. Mm. And that's really, I I just want to thank you for that. Uh (laughs) We're hugging and I have goosebumps. (laughs) It's true. It really is true. And that's the connection. That's, that's the universal connection. That's why we're all connected. We don't even realize it. And we are. 
Wow. And for those of us that are at the end of our 50s, maybe 60s, maybe even 70s, you know, some of the people I work with are in their 70s mm-hmm. and they're still going really strong. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see any end to what they're doing and they're making huge contributions. They're just getting started. They're just getting started. Yeah. Like, But that's, you know, <laughs> we were... <laughs> At my Pivot to Profit, you know, there's a lot of women on my group Pivot to Profit, and you could check out my website for that where, you know, groups of women come in and they ask questions and I go into the intuitive side of myself. And somehow we got on the track of aging mm-hmm. <laughs> and boobs. You know? yep. <laughs> and it was like, you know, talking about how the boobs are now slipping out underneath the bra. <laughs> and poor, poor Renee. He was on one of the interviews that, that you'll listen to. And he's a guy. And <laughs> he was there. So, but you know, I'm looking at the physical symptoms of aging. Like it's a little bit slower getting out of the bed. Mm-hmm. You know, and things hurt in the morning for a while sometimes. And sometimes it's a good morning. Um, There's been, I've had surgeries and health issues and, you know, I feel great right now. But when you get to this age, you start looking at this body that you're hosting Mm -hmm. (laughs) with your spirit. Mm -hmm. And you know that, let's face it, you know, even these beautiful women in their 70s, Okay, if we have 100 years to live, how many of those years are going to be great? And you start at this age evaluating where you're spending your time and how you're spending your time because there is a limit to how many years we have on this earth in this lifetime. I believe the soul's ageless, ageless, and that it never dies and that these are experiences that I'm going to be taking to the next incarnation of who I'm going to become. So I really want them to be great. So what I think that I can contribute to this world, and I never thought about it like this, is for women who are of my age, that they're looking at stepping into another age. And mm. and sometimes it's so hard when you look in the mirror and so many of the things that used to look like you don't, and that's not really what's important anymore. It's the wisdom that I've learned through my experiences and each one of those wrinkles and marks and everything that's on my body now and everything that's not on my body now. And I'm looking at it in a different light with what Carmen just said is I have something more to offer than my wrinkles. <laughs> Absolutely. You are your light. You are. And I just feel really lucky to get to know you. I get, I like to be here with you. I'm lucky. Wow. Thank you so much for that. And I think that this is kind of a good natural ending. And remember, I just want you to lean into what we're talking about today and maybe spend a little time with yourself. A lot of people listen to these recordings while they're in the car. And so this is a really good time. You're probably by yourself. And to ask yourself, what is it right now that if you released it, maybe that anger or maybe worrying about the wrinkles or how your boobs keep slipping out underneath your bra and thinking about what we have to offer to this world, what, can we, what thoughts can we let go of and behaviors? And in their place, what are you going to choose to free up and bring into the world.
So thank you for being with us today. Thank you. It was so fun. And, t- and tell them one more time how they can get in touch with you. Oh, yes. Uh, Rebel is the name of the community. Uh, and we are at Rebel Lancaster on Instagram and rebelcon.com online. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.